I'm David Bryan. And I'm Brenda Bryan. This is Renovation Made Right. If you're considering a remodeling project now or sometime in the future, Renovation Made Right is your single source to help guide you through getting the project you want and an experience that you'll enjoy. Renovation Made Right tackles topics that range from how to select the right project and contractor to tips on surviving the remodeling process to best practices for kitchen and bath design. We have over 30 years of experience in the industry and are owners of the well-established design-build remodeling company Black Dog Builders in Salem and Nashua, New Hampshire. We're sitting down with industry professionals to tap into their experiences and insights so we can equip you with the tools you need to make your own project a success. So, (laughs) welcome back to another episode of Renovation Made Right. I am Brenda Bryan. And I am David Bryan. And we are here today to talk about what we did on our summer vacation. So we took a little hiatus. And uh, and then during that hiatus, we've been away, uh, and we are still very much in the times of COVID, right? And so yes, today, we uh, we're recording today, August twenty eighth, maybe right, twenty mm-hmm. eighth, yeah, yep. And uh, so, you know, we it's funny the the, the COVID situation. I think I, I, we're going to talk about this in a separate show, but the COVID situation has certainly had a big impact on our business in the construction business. Um, but I think it's had an impact just on uh, on everyone in general in terms of how people are spending their time. And, uh, yeah. you know, there's there's effectively less things to do. Right. Right. Yeah. It's it's not like we're we're taking vacations across the country or going to visit family. There's a lot of not been going to visit family. I have folks um, who live in Maine and New York and I don't feel safe visiting them because right. they're elderly and um, have some health conditions. And so. We're not seeing them, so what do you do with your time? Right, and we're, you know, we are, <coughs> for, pardon me, fortunate to have um, a place in the vineyard that we spend uh, a lot of time in the summer, and we almost always a, a, a part of our summer is almost always having friends and family mm-hmm. um, with us. Yep. So the house is never empty. There's always stuff going on, and we, and because we always have friends and family visiting us, we always have activities to do, and right. we always are going places and doing things and. Um, and it just, was, I, I need to. I just need to clarify for people who might be listening to this from far away, because I hear we have people from Europe tuning in. <laughs> I I'm, don't understand it, but we're talking about Martha's Vineyard, which is a you small don't understand the appeal island off the coast of Massachusetts. Yes. What? Yeah, I no, I really don't. Um, but uh, anyway, Dave's family grew up there over many generations in the summer, so that's that's where we have a house. And we spend a lot of time there in the summer, and it is quite lovely. But, yes, we haven't been able to entertain anybody, which has kind of been nice. <laughs> just, <laughs> Come on. just going to say that. Um, no, it, it – <laughs> So there were, there were times – It, it has we, been yeah, kind were, of nice. There were times over the course of the summer where we both kind of looked at each other like, wow – we're in the we're in the middle of a pandemic and we're having a really nice summer. It feels kind of weird. Yeah, it does. It felt it, it felt, felt kind of guilty about it. Felt almost actually. wrong. Yeah, right? it did. Yeah. Um, but one of the things, so so we ended up doing a bunch of DIY projects. Now, obviously, we're both professionals. Brenda's a professional designer. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional contractor and carpenter. Uh, and so you know, we maybe bring um, some different skills to bear than the average DIY person. However, right. Um, this is not something we typically would have carved out this much time to do. Um, and we actually had a couple of different motivations. So this year, we built a pretty large shed, a detached shed on our home. And there were a couple motivations. We, I, I'd been wanting a shed for years. You've been talking about it for years. Yeah, because we, 
uh, our garage is stuffed, and when we go to you know put our Jeep inside the garage, you can't be able to get around anything. So, and I like to do projects anyway, and I like to be able to use the garage as a workshop, and it's always a mess. It, it never works, right? So, I've been wanting to do this for a while. And but I've said for years, oh God, we don't need that. Exactly. But you were right. The, the, I'm going to give that to you. Wow, are you, Meryl, you got this down. You got that down. Yeah, can you no. just make a marker on the tape for when that was? Which you heard that what the <laughs> and, time was. And Dave can play it back to himself every once over, in a while yeah, just to remind himself. I'm going to put it on a loop. You were right. You were right. You were right. <laughs> that feels really good. Um, and uh, and so the other motivation behind wanting to uh, want to do this project was. Um, you know, we have four kids and uh, bikes. Yeah. And well, not just that, but I mean, like, no, I was going to say that we had, you know, one of our kids already had a job lined up. The other of our kids didn't have a job lined up. And we really weren't particularly sure what the hiring environment was going to be like this summer. We, right. were, we were thinking, you know, maybe super tough for um, and th- these kids are 15 and a half and 16 and a half. Our 15 and a half year old ended up actually with two jobs all summer long. Right. Um, and our 16 and a half year old uh, went for one interview for a job and ended up being, you know, uh, getting uh, work at Stop and Shop. Stop and Shop. For the whole summer. 17 bucks an hour. Yes. Retrieving carts. Insane. I kid you not. Insane. 17 bucks an hour. And on Sundays? 21 bucks an hour. 21 bucks an hour on Sundays. Time and a quarter. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It's like, who needs a college degree? You can just (laughs) retrieve carts from Stop and Shop. Right. But but partly because I wasn't thinking that he was going to get a job, I thought, man, this would be a great summer. We'll build this project. We'll do it together. I'll be able to pay him for his time, right? I don't have a problem with doing that with the Mm -hmm. kids. Um, if they're working hard for us, and then also teach him some skills. But as it worked out, I pretty much got nothing out of him because he got, <laughs> he got a job that pays better than me. Yeah, and right? it was easy, and he'd come home and be like, nah, I don't want to do that. Right, because I'm sure so I'm not going to pay him 17 bucks an hour to uh, learn carpentry skills from me. Right? <laughs> um, and so so we ended up doing these DIY projects. We built this, this shed that was uh, 8 by 16 um, with uh, with a pretty steep pitch roof, a 12-12 pitch roof, which is a 45-degree angle. So that makes actually for a pretty tall structure. Um, and it's backed right up against the house. And, uh, you know, if you're familiar with the Cape area down that, that part of, uh, of Massachusetts, a lot of the houses are uh, cedar. Uh, white cedar shingles. Mm-hmm. And so we, we shingled the exterior of the building. And, that was me. Yeah, and Brenda was the shingler. I was, and I did not have that skill before. I will let you know that. And I... I acquired a new skill. I, Tom, so I can, I, I, I can shingle. So I totally when Tom you leave you. me, I, Tom, sorry, because yeah. I don't tell you right. you're right <laughs> enough, then I can take up work as a, as a cedar shingler. Uh, you can take up work as a cedar shingler as long as all the work is under eight feet off the ground. Yeah, because I have a right. fear of heights. Right. So I did make so Dave a, do everything. Yeah. So let's it. be real about yeah, that. Okay. Right? <laughs> you, you, you're willing to go up about eight feet, and after that, I was me. Right? So, <laughs> but you're right. If we can find it, you know. If we, you, no, you can, no, 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 no. It was more than eight feet because I don't mind standing like three feet off the ground on on staging or even four feet off the ground. But I'm not I, I'm not eight feet off the ground because okay. that's so when you fall and break your ankle. If you can work in a so subdivision, I can made go of, up to like, like twelve feet. So if you worked in a subdivision. There was nothing but ranches. Ranches, be I'd be, right? I would be like but so. But beyond that, on you're kind of screwed. Yeah, I'd right. T- okay. So good point. Um, don't leave me. And so, so I'm not going to tell you you're right anymore. But just don't leave me. Fair enough. Right. So, uh, so we had. A, I actually had a lot of fun. Uh, it was a hot summer to be. Uh, oh to God, be swinging it was a gruesome. Yeah. Um, and so you know, uh, so keeping keeping hydrated was an important thing. But I had a lot of fun getting it built. Um, and then, uh, and then in the end, we actually we are we are going to share pictures. By the way, yep, um, Meryl's going to post some pictures. And uh, and in the end, as we got to the finish, so because it was a uh, a steep pitch roof, it had a large gable end. Right, the gable end is the open end of the building where that, you like, can kind of see the triangle part. Yep. 
um, and had a large gable end. So we decided to uh, do a little artwork in that gable end, which like I had not done before. Art. Shingle yeah. art. I don't know if people have seen this. It's really cool where it's sort of this 3D design that's that's woven into the shingles. and. Right. I always looked at that like there had been other houses that we walked past and go like, oh, that's so cool. Look at that swordfish. Look at that starfish. Look at that, you know, like just ducks, whatever. Yeah. Or, really or, or cool even stuff. sometimes just cool patterns. Too. Right. 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 Yeah. Like, you know, you talk about old Victorian homes. They're like, right. you know, some really cool shingle patterns that they that they uh, incorporate in. But especially when you get into some of the more detailed shingle art, I thought how like you can't. I'm just boggled thinking about it, like how you make these images sort of appear. It's right. not easy, and so it's we, very complicated. Yeah, we found a picture of a striped bass that we thought was pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about, all right, how am I going to do this? And uh, and how can we make this work? And I was like, this is, this is a head scratcher, right? Because I'd never done anything like it before. Mm. And I said to Brenda at one point in time, I said, yeah, I don't think I'm actually smart enough to do this. And she's like, yeah, you're probably not. And I was like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that, now we're that was it. I was like, no, I think it's going to yeah. be too hard. Right. And and he was like, well, now I have to do it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so you t- completely manipulated me. I um, didn't. I really did. I just really didn't think you could do it. Well, and uh, and so we'll show you some pictures of uh, of how that turned out. That worked out pretty slick. I'm yeah, pretty, it does. Pretty it, proud looks, of that. it looks awesome. It required yeah. a lot of swearing. It and was a little bit of profanity. Yeah, and yeah. if it was just down to me, I would have burnt the whole thing in a pile. Yeah, you're not the most patient person. I'm not person. very patient no. at all. No. Um, but, I, but I don't think we're unique. And, in fact, I know we're not unique because uh, a lot of folks have been doing the same thing, right? And and, yeah. and like I said in another show, we're going to talk about those folks who have been thinking the same way, but they're not DIYers. And so they're talking that, – so that's – that's creating significant shift in the buying habits of the, in the remodeling industry. And so we're going to talk about that uh, maybe after the show. We'll mm-hmm. talk about that in the next show. Mm-hmm. Um, but so so we did that as a project. And then you had already lined up another project. I did. And it's because we opened a tile showroom. And, well, I'm sorry. I'm a girl and a designer. <laughs> and I go into a tile showroom and I go, ooh, ah. And I we and should I close the tile showroom. Yeah, no, no, I'm having fun. <laughs> and so I, uh, I've been wanting um, actually tile on that backsplash in that house for a while. It just had a, like a wooden backsplash, and and it was getting dirty and not looking all that great. So, so this year I was like, this is the year I'm going to tile the backsplash. I'm going to do it myself, and I'm going to put under cabinet lighting in, that which was is the a, other it's a thing. big game changer. Oh, so awesome! Right. So I'm very excited about both those things. And, I, again, I did both of them. You helped me minimally very on the minimally. lighting just very to min- get me started. Yeah. I helped you actually a little bit on doing redoing the sill around the window yep. Yep. Um, so that it worked better for the tile. And then I, I barely gave you – I gave you, like, a little primer in, uh, in how to do the lighting. Mm-hmm. And you did – Everything, including the wiring and uh, you know hiding all of, all of the, all the lighting and stuff, you did that all yourself. I was blown away. I was really impressed. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. And then, of course, my friend YouTube um, yep. taught me how to lay out the tile. So I very deliberately chose a tile that was um, ceramic. There was no glass. There was no stone. So I didn't have to buy a tile saw or rent a tile saw because, mm-hmm. frankly, that frightens me. Like big. <laughs> big blades spinning around scares me so I didn't want to have to go there so I wanted um I wanted a tile that I could just you know do the score and snap um tools which is like you know you can buy one for 40 bucks at at Home Depot one of those tools and a tile nipper 
and um, yeah, it worked out great. Yeah, yeah, I was and, really know, excited about the way it came out. And again, we'll we'll show pictures. It's not it's not professional photography. It doesn't look that good, but it the the project really turned out. Yeah, nicely. but and, and like any time, and this is you know true for any folks who are DIYers. Any time you take on a new project, or you're working with a new material, you hadn't ever worked with tile before, right? None, so no. it takes a little time to understand the properties, like like. You know how small can you make something before it's going to break, or right. or when you're using a tile nipper, how does that going to work, and when does you know nipping here actually cause the whole thing to crack instead right. of right, and so, right. and that's no different than order a little extra. Yep. yep. And and I used a little extra. Right. You know, but there, there are a few mistakes. But constantly, consequently, you weren't stressing because no. you were smart enough to say, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna have maybe a little more waste because it's your first one. Right. Right. Um, one of the things I do want to share for anybody who's thinking about DIY. Uh, especially a tile backsplash, because it's a relatively inexpensive but pretty big impact, mm -hmm. visually big impact thing, right? Yep. And not only visually, actually, there's another, the the, the um, practical side of it, too, is it's now a much more cleanable surface. Cleanable, yep. Right? We had a pretty attractive-looking cherry backsplash, but, um, you know, over the course of time, if water built up between the the stone and the cherry, uh, it would, even though it had been siliconed, it would yeah, I mean, it just, it, it's wick gonna, water right. and turn black, right? But with this tile backsplash, uh, it's washable and sort of a sanitary surface. However, one of the things that from our professional contracting experience that I know is a huge deal as it relates to especially tile backsplashes is where your counter meets the backsplash. What do we do? Oh, you have to caulk that. Exactly. Yes. Right? You do not grout it because your, your countertop will actually move a little bit. Always. And so it opens up, and then where it opens up allows water to get back behind your cabinets, and you don't want that. Yeah, well, more than that, that's true. It, it's a it's a source where water can penetrate. That's true. But what also ends up happening is if if and you know if you hire an installer, a tiler to do this, unfortunately. By the way, we're getting a little off topic because this is what we did in our summer vacation, and I'm concerned we're also having a topic of backsplashes. We're oh, going to talk about this, oh. and I don't want you to like spill your guts now. Okay, gotcha. Gotcha. So I will just, save. Just be quiet. No. Nope. All right. I got you. Move I'm along. with you. That's okay. a teaser. We call that a cliffhanger. <laughs> so anyway, that, that was uh, it was fun because, you know, essentially we were able to do these projects, pick away at them and uh, and then still, you know, do some of the other stuff we like to do in the summertime. Um, but that was definitely uh, we were more uh, house oriented this summer than we have been in the past. And I did a ton of gardening. Yeah, you did. That yeah, was absolutely. the other thing. I was digging yeah. up everything and, and planting stuff and did a covid Vegetable garden yep. had lots of tomatoes. That's this pretty summer. popular. It was lots of folks doing that. It, yeah, it was awesome. It was really nice. And my daughter, who was trying to help out, I was down on the vineyard in June, and I put some tomatoes in, and then I went home for a while. And my daughter, who was trying to help out, planted a couple of other tomatoes and dug up one of my hibiscus, which hadn't yet, like, you know, that you that you, you you cut them down to the ground, and then it's just a root ball until until like sometime in June it really starts to pop up. So she she dug she dug up this like sixty dollar plant and tossed it in the in the trash and I came down a week later and I was like it was really nice of you to plant those tomatoes but where's my hibiscus where's my hibiscus and she was like oh that dead root thing I was like yes that dead root thing so luckily she had stuck it in a pile of dirt and it was actually just fine yep. beautiful yep. so so I forgave her for that so anyway that was uh, that was how. Our construction process evolved in our, uh, you know, for our summer vacation, and uh, thought we would share that with you. And uh, we'll jump into some other topics as we go. So yes, um, you lovely have, talking to you today. Yeah, 
It was a pleasure as well. So it's nice to have to get back into the uh, in the groove here, and um, and we're gonna uh, get back to uh, weekly postings for the show, and uh, and enjoy being with you. So uh, you've been listening to Renovation Made Right. I am David Bryan, and I'm Brenda Bryan. Thanks for being with us. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes on our website, renovationmaderight.com, and follow us on social media at Renovation Made Right. Don't forget to subscribe, and if you like the show, leave us a review. 